Hello and welcome to First Thought of the Day. I'm sitting here in Valley Studio One with Erin Ingbrecht, Mallory Eaton. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're back to Studio One. Back to I studio. thought we were back. up to like 12. We are back to one. Back to one. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty good. New Year, we New Year. We had a pretty good, pretty good run in all those double-digit studios. Yeah. So. It's making the rounds. So yeah, um, it's been kind of wild, right? I mean, we've had crazy wind chills and snow and nonsense and i just gotta say it it feels rough for me i didn't i'm a routine guy right i like to have i i get i get to school within five minutes of of when i every day i have my same morning routine i have my same classroom routine Mm -hmm. and boy to get thrown off at the beginning of a semester like this this is rough i don't know if you guys are feeling it too it's hard to kick start Mm-hmm. My second semester, there's there's some pretty big projects that that really needed to take flight early on. So, in a way, it kind of feels like an albatross. Like, mm-hmm. just can't get these things off the ground because we can't we can't even be in school for more than like How many three bird references. Days. Are you gonna make right there? That was a lot of of like flight and bird references. You know, I don't I don't want the projects to fly south for the winter. Yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta keep your eye on the eagle. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a bald eagle yesterday. They've, there's been more. Literally, they've been everywhere. Like, I've yeah. seen tons of pictures. Enormous. They just are. Just hanging out in a field. Imagine one of those coming down for, like, your eyeball. Yeah. Like, just, uh, no thank you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that. I, so I'm driving, and I just look out, and not far from the road, there's a bald eagle. He landed on something, and he was eating it. Yeah. And I looked over, and I, out loud, I'm by myself in my car, and I just said, a bald eagle. <laughs> Were you feeling extra, like, patriotic I in don't that know. moment? I just, you don't see that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go stop and buy fireworks on the yeah. way here? And yeah. We need to start chaining USA, I there think, is what, yeah, what that moment is. Yeah, that's wonderful. No, that's good. The things you do in Bremen for fun. So, yeah. Uh, that, so, that was just north of Akron. Ooh. No, Mentone. What am I, I was going to say, I'm like, yeah, you're coming down to my no, neck of the woods? No, north of Mentone. All right, so what have you guys been up to last week or so? Fun in the snow before it got really cold. I was going to say freezing. We didn't go out in it. it we was... did. We, I took the, we took the kids out. Actually, Sabrina and I took – it was all six of us went out for a little snow party for the first time ever because we've always had, like, babies, and they right. obviously can't go out. But this was Saturday before the temperatures dove. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it was snowing, and the wind was blowing, but – we had fun. We went sledding and um, just painting a mental image. I felt like, you were, I felt like you. you were rapping there. <laughs> Snow was blowing. I was still was waiting showing. for like a bird reference yeah. to enter in there, though. Like and we took flight down the hill. Mm. I told her duck. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, it was it was good times. Oh I don't know why I'm really envisioning the Ingbrecht snow party. I just it, it, it's like Ned Flanders. Just like getting a popsicle, but it's an icicle. Oh, it was it was good. We had some friends that was some kids about the same age and cool. Um, yeah, we had a lot yeah. of fun. We did not go outside much. We were freezing to death. But uh, my girls decided it was time for a fashion show every day, oh, yeah. and so it turned into how nice. much stuff can we take out of mom and dad's closet to wear. You but actually, wear, it, yeah. it was nice. They're at an age now where like we can do more fun stuff at home, so being stuck in isn't as terrible. Um, but like my oldest, she's in kindergarten, so she's just Very like cool. dying to get back to her class. And so I, I love that she still has that love for yeah. school. So yeah. I'm like, please keep that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, but I agree with you guys. It's so hard to like get back in rhythm. Yeah. I know how hard it was for me and I know our kids probably struggle with, we're mm-hmm. here, we're not here. And it's hard to like, like you said, get things moving, kind of get it 
go in and get settled in. So, and then I'm still a little, I'm getting a little greedy because I wouldn't be mad about a two hour delay tomorrow. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, we're all, we're still school kids too. You yeah. Know? That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. I, I feel like with, with having our year start out kind of on a slow chug, I, the only analogy that I can use is have you ever watched a video or a movie? Where the, the, Never. the I don't picture and the sound were out of sync just by like a quarter uh, second. Yes, it's infuriating. That's I what I feel like right yeah. now. Mm. Like I feel like that's I'm. A, that's a good analogy. I've yeah. got. I'm doing all the stuff. I'm saying all the things, but it's just not there yet. It's just not working. I've still got the mental image of this slow chug. I'm just picturing you for some reason with a gallon of chocolate milk <laughs> slowly chugging, which doesn't make much sense. But yeah, I'm racing a slow falcon chug. at the same yes. time. Yes. Yeah. Somehow. There we go. So yeah, that's that's kind of what we we actually got out when, when the the roads were okay. Mm-hmm. We actually got out and went and did some stuff. My so my uh, some of my buddies that um, you know that I knew from I really haven't seen them in like, twenty years. You have friends. I know it's difficult. What's, what's to that do. like? So excited. I, someday I want to <laughs> try to make more. Do you pay them to be your friend? Uh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's a mutual beneficial agreement, but. But, like, I haven't seen these people in, like, 20 years, and kind of out of the blue, I get an invitation to come to their their parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And so our neck of the woods, if you remember, on last Friday, pretty shady out here. Mm-hmm. Pretty snowy and yeah. blowy and windy <laughs> and crummy. And eagly. <laughs> if the ice doesn't get you, the eagles will. Um, so, but I drive. It's over in Ossian, Indiana. Yeah. I don't know where that is. It, it's isn't that over by like, uh, oh, what's the school over there? Uh, yeah, it really is. N- starts with an N, Norval. I think. Norval, yeah. Hmm. See, it's about twenty minutes or so south of Fort Wayne. I mean, okay. just kind of directly as the crow flies, um, as the eagle flies. As yeah, but so we went there, and so I just went. We kind of left from here and just went there, and it was Jean's day go to this anniversary party and I walk in and I'm immediately furious because everyone there is dressed unbelievably well. Uh. Like one of my, one of the guys that was in my wedding, his name was Matt, I show up at the door, I give him a big hug. I haven't seen him in, I don't know, maybe six or seven years, right? Because he's, he, he does all kinds of stuff. Wearing a suit. I'm wearing my flannel and my vest. And I'm glad my you're true to you. Be and, you. And, and so I, I almost like earlier in the day, I'm like, I, I'm just going to email him and say, what do I need to wear tonight? Please tell me you had a hat with the flaps on too on the <laughs> side. <laughs> and so my, it is like muck boots. Yeah, so I, I, we walk in and there's like a beautiful fondue fountain and like there's oh, all yeah. this that's really kind of elegant. And, and David just looks at me. He's like, <laughs> I said yes, son. Yes, we are. And so I try. I didn't mention it at all, but like, I was getting a few of the. Hmm, yeah, mm. just kind of the, you're that friend. I'm mm. that guy. Yeah. Uh, Walker just did the up and down look. By the way, yeah. for those listeners that can't see his eyes. Well, you could feel it. You guys need to pay for the premium version. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> but so that was my that was my Friday night, and uh, then we just we didn't. Got snowed in. Yeah. It was yeah. it became crummy for four days. So, yeah. so yeah. Well, I'm sad you were underdressed. I don't know. It makes for a better story. It does. Yeah, it does. I don't think they like me any more or any less 
because I was wearing that. So. Yeah. But that will be the last invitation that you get. <laughs> <laughs> Rest assured. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, you guys have some questions for us? We do. we got some questions we're going to transition to. All right. Um, you guys can answer this one of two ways or both. What, I plan on answering both. Okay. <laughs> what type of food... What type of food that you didn't like initially do you really like now? Mm. Or vice versa. Okay. could be the other way around. Maybe you used to like it, and now you're just like, ooh, I can't, I can't palate that. Well, so the, the stuff I used to really I used to kind of, like, when I was a kid, used to like, so 30 years ago sure, or more. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked candy. Back in the day, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked I liked donuts. I liked the. I just don't have a, a taste for sweets huh. at all. I've seen you eat a donut though. I have eaten okay. smothered in Valentina. Maybe it's not <laughs> like I'm allergic to it. <laughs> okay, but, I mean, we just had a cookie a minute ago. But right? I want to know like the something that you have. Is there anything that you're like ah, I don't like it, and then ooh I do like, or the other way around ooh I love it, ah I actually don't like it anymore. Like you're averse to it. All right. I thought I was explaining exactly that. But, <laughs> but donuts, you said sweets, but, but then you do But still like eat some sweets. people do like, like my husband d- doesn't like sweet. He'll, he'll go spicy all day, right? Like yeah. if it's something has a sweeter, t- like I, like wings, right? Like a barbecue. If it's a sweeter type of barbecue, he's like, no, thank you. But it's got a little kick. He's, he's in. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, he's not a. Which while I'm thinking of it, any of our listeners, be sure to ask Mr. Miller about donuts. Because uh, he's got he's got a bit of a donut challenge coming up. That's yes. right. And we were gonna maybe have that as part of a podcast. There we, we go. We may make it a, a an event, a real deal. Should Should I tell the story of this? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So so the other day I, I asked a question at lunch and I said, Hey, wh- you get to have one fast food restaurant come to your town, one fast food restaurant. Did I tell you about this? You asked me. Yeah. Yeah. And what was your answer? Portillo's. Portillo's. That's a good one. Yeah. Solid. I'm a, I, I make fazolis. Yeah. See, that's what I was. Yeah. I used to be a big Fazoli's person. That's um, crazy. But mm-hmm. he said he said Krispy Kreme donuts, mm-hmm. and he's just talking. He's like, "Yeah, I could eat, I could eat two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts." I said, "No, you couldn't." <laughs> I said, "All right, I could eat somewhere between eighteen and twenty-four." I said, no, you couldn't. So I split the difference, and I said, 21 I'll buy the donuts and donuts. pay." If he pay out if he gets it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll he sweeten the pot. Sweeten the pot, and I said, I mean, what are they going to cost? Twenty five bucks or yeah. something. So if he eats all twenty one, I'll also match however much it costs. Wow. Yeah. But if he doesn't, he's got to pay. He's got to pay me yeah. back for all sure. the stuff. Yeah. So he loses nothing. Right. Except for he's he's going to be losing his lunch. He's yeah. going to be vomiting a bunch of donuts probably. Go. But okay, what's your guys' number for him? I, I think he's going to start hitting a wall at about 12. I was going to say 16. Oh, I was going to say like 8 or 9. Uh, it, double digits, it's going to become a problem. Yeah. But 12, he's going to really start tapping out. And, and we look at that and, and he, we're like, you got a half a dozen and a half to go. Yeah. He's got a limited time on this. It's, it's okay. during like lunch. During lunch. Yeah. He's got half an hour. Okay. So. But anyway, so yeah, um, I guess I, I don't have anything. That's okay. I'm boring. That's okay. But not only is the Miller thing happening... Wes said he'd give it a shot too. And so he, he said nice. he'll do more. Yeah. So he said he can do we're picking on the the that's youngins. What, that's is Wes what's Melanson happening. and Derek Miller. Yeah. Yep. Who so are both? Be certain to give 20s. them a little bit of grief. Yeah. So, yeah. so mine would be um, 
so since I've had a lot of like diet changes and things throughout my life, um, I used to be diehard cheese, man. You cheese anything. And I was living for, I I was like the box macaroni, like mac and cheese kid for life. And now since I've had to cut it all out, like even when I taste it, it doesn't have the same, like before I would crave it. Right. But like now it's in stuff and I'm like, "Eh," and it tastes like chemically, like it tastes like. It doesn't taste like real cheese. And what's funny is one of the exchange students we were talking and she's like, you guys don't have real cheese here. She's like, it's like chemical. Like, it's just funny to hear someone from a different place saying it also tastes like that. So, yeah, I used to be like cheese and pasta everything. So do you remember, at least when I was a kid, they had these like little half canned size of like Franks and beans. (laughs) Not Vienna those? sausages. Not Vienna sausages. Not Vienna but sausage. It was like it was like pork and beans, but like mm-hmm. little cut up hot dog yeah. things in it. I don't remember that. I know what those are. I did not eat them, but yeah. And I loved loved those. Yeah. And if you were to open that now, I would just be like, I'd probably move tables. Yeah. Sure. Like that. So there's one. Yeah. yeah. And like cheese whiz, like in a can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as a kid, like. Yes. Just eat it straight out of the can. Now I'd rather die. Yeah. Like wow. it's very chemically. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but then I'm like, how do you even like? Now I'm thinking about like, what's even in that? It's cheese and byproduct, it, I think. A lot of the the weird cheese There is a difference is. between being a cheese and a cheese food. I do know mm. that because some of them can they call themselves a cheese food yeah. and it's somehow okay. Is that I like the bologna of cheeses? Like yeah. you get whatever I, you get. I had a cousin who worked at a cheese factory. <laughs> I know is that it, it, a cheese place. I don't know if it's a cheese factory or whatever. And he said that the like the nacho cheese, mm-hmm. the cheese whiz, all that stuff is cheese byproduct. It's basically like the grease that's oh. like left over during the cheese making process. You just alienated all of our fans. Yeah, just so I'm you know. glad that I no longer yeah. am a cheese head with that. Yeah. So actually, my question has to do with food too, which is kind of weird. So. I'm sitting at um, our Christmas dinner at my in-laws' side and my brother-in-law, Brandon Eaton, so graduate from here, I think in the 2000, 2000? Anyway, so he was talking about, we were, he was eating one of the pies and he was like, man, this is pretty close to being like my, my last meal good. And so he was like, so then we started talking and he's like, you know, let's say you're on death row or whatever, yeah. you get your last meal. Yeah. So what would be your last meal? So... I would have, so for those of you that don't know this, I'm a, I'm a steak connoisseur. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't eat very much of it because it's, you know, we don't go out that much, but, um, but what pricey, I do. Pricey, pricey, and, and it's, it's probably yeah. not great to have red meat all the time. Yeah. No. Um, but like there's, if you, you go to Texas Roadhouse, it's good. I'm never going to turn that down. But if you go somewhere really nice that has like, you know, grass fed beef mm-hmm. or somewhere like the steak is not the same. Mm-hmm. It is like a, it's an exponent. It's mm-hmm. so much better. So I would have a porterhouse from a high end restaurant mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, I would probably have all of the mashed potatoes. Yeah. But do you like a specific? So like, there's a Bob Evans type of mashed potatoes that's very like buttery versus like more of like a homemade that's. I'm not sure you heard what I said. I want all of the mashed potatoes. All of them. So all of the different. All the mashed potatoes, okay. and I want them loaded with all the cheese you won't eat. Okay. Um, <laughs> cheese whiz. Taters. And I don't know. Probably a cherry Coke. Okay. Just nice. like because that's another one yeah. that when I was a kid, oh, cherry Coke, it was like drinking dessert. But do you like your cherry? So here's the other thing. 
can taste different than like a fountain pop versus 100%. which one which fountain. version fountain, fountain okay. but, but i haven't had a cherry coke in probably i mean 15 years wow that would make last, it even better yeah if it's your last, last meal, meal yeah. right i'm eating all the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. an enormous porterhouse yeah like like two cows worth of porterhouse and uh yeah have you ever I'm, had wagyu oh beef yummy 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 awesome yeah so that's mine yeah I'm probably going steak route as well. Okay. Um, hey, we maybe, could be on death row together. Maybe throw mm-hmm. in a little lobster tail. I, okay. I'm a big fan of lobster tail. I'll pass you mine. Um, I mean, it's weird when you were talking. I'm like, dang, he's taking mashed potatoes and gravy too. Uh, we well, didn't I would, say gravy. He wants all the I byproduct. Do, I would of do. Cheese. I would do like None of the homemade, like the homemade okay. style and, and the, the dark beef gravy. Ooh. Yeah. There might be some leftover somewhere. Yeah. Um, I. A close second would be like the uh, ahi tuna steak. Oh, I like ahi tastes tuna. Like, tastes like beef, but it cuts like fish. Mm. I mean, it's just unreal. I probably have some Fazoli's breadsticks, too. There you go. You can, yeah, you have to have bread, right? What's your, what's your drink of choice? It'd be like a chocolate milkshake. From a particular just, place? Uh, you know, I really like Portillo's chocolate cake shake. Okay. They blend in a slice of their delicious cake. Chocolate it. cake shake was my nickname behind school. <laughs> I don't know if I've shared that before. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Mel? So, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. So, I love pad thai, like, a lot. I would probably do, like, some scallops or maybe some lobster. I don't know. Just find the most expensive fish type thing and throw it in there. Um, But not spicy because I like it bland, white girl pad thai. Um, Sides. I, I love me, like, a good, like, wonton or, like, a, uh, shoot, what are they called? It's like a dumpling, like the chicken or pork dumplings Mm -hmm. and like soy sauce. Oh, those are really good. And then I would probably do, this is, I sound so basic, but um, I just like a good, like my my Starbucks iced coffee. Like I'm not a pop person, but, and I would have, I would have caffeine. Normally I don't, but since I'm going to be dying anyway, then. Who cares? Time to get wired. And a big one. Like I want like (laughs) loaded up. Oh, and none of you said dessert. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I mean, my chocolate shake is, is that kind your of dessert? dessert? But I'll have more mashed potatoes. Or something. <laughs> Just make it in the shape of like Just a, a cupcake. Big, a yeah. big I'm, a, I'm a big fan of brownies and ice cream. Okay. Like a fresh, warm brownie with ice cream on it. Do you ever do like the? Well, so they had like a monster cookie at like uh, where was it? I don't know, lots of places where they do the cookie and the ice cream yeah, on top like of all that. So you Hacienda just do it with brownies. Yeah. yeah, I like. I I think I like brownies. I would want the Cheesecake Factory. They have a black, black moose tie cheesecake or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Man, we're gonna hopefully we get some sponsors. I know, right? But yeah, that's how I'm going out. Awesome. Well, that really leads us into our next segment. Become a fan favorite, by the way. It's time for Maldog's Media Media Minute. Minute. So um, I guess you can say this has to kind of do with food. Uh, So not really. So this is about uh, super pigs. I see see animals on your screen. Yes. So I tend to. um, It is a food, technically. So. There is, coming from Canada, um, they're calling it a super pig. So it's essentially, I know it sounds way cooler, but um, so they're actually. Like a spider this, pig from the Simpsons this, movie? Is this is a hero or a villain? It's a villain. <laughs> so they're trying to eradicate him because what's happened is this pig. He knows karate. He's yes. good at the pork chop. So it was like, well it's done. a boar. So oh, it's a Eurasian boar. With the size and the high fertility of domestic swine. A Canadian Eurasian boar. Yes. So they're huge. Wait, coming from Canada. So they probably do really well in the cold. 
So they're massive and they're angry and they're very hard to track and kill. How fast are they? I, How fast is this? It says big? it's the most invasive animal on the planet. It's an what? ecological train wreck, is what. Um, so, so this why is are in we like bringing them here. Wait, which, they're coming over. Like we're trying to stop them. Which so it's parts coming of Canada? Across. I need to know. Well, this guy's out of go, like pheasant hunting. So this is boar hunting. This yeah. is from Minneapolis. Is the person that like the, the people they're oh. talking to? Um, but the University <laughs> of Saskatchewan. Can uh, they swim? I, I'm assuming so. Can't pigs swim? So that phrase, when pigs fly, pigs mm-hmm. fly, it might actually happen with these super pigs. They might. Do they have capes on? They do not. Oh, um, so anyways, they're very smart. They eat anything, including crops and wildlife. What? Uh, they tear up land. Uh, they bring tons of diseases. Yeah. Uh, they actually carry, which, how is this from Canada? African swine fever? Wow. So these Cana- Eurasian Canadian pigs are carrying all of this. Um, a sow can have six piglets in a litter and have two litters a year. Oh, yeah. So that means that 65% or more of the wild pig population could be killed every year and it would still increase. I can see how that would be a problem with, like, pig farms. The disease. So they're bringing well, yeah. and not, but some of the things cross over into other animals too. Yeah, right, right. But it says here they they usually cause around two point five billion dollars in damages between wow. crops and and livestock and things like Jeepers. that. And a woman was killed in Texas by wild pigs, not necessarily these wild pigs, but uh, in two thousand nineteen. So they are capable of. Yeah, I always thought they were down south, like in the. Everglades, mm-hmm. like in Florida, and then like in the, I don't know. You might be thinking of crocodiles. <laughs> no. <I> Alligators. <laughs> that's, that's not the same But thing. so to tell you, 62,000 are documented wild yeah. pig sightings Out in Canada. Here. Yeah. That's it's, documented. So it's around. would be like the size of Elkhart. Wow. So around Manitoba. If Elkhart was full of super pigs. If they were full of super pigs. <laughs> So there you That's go, too, uh, about Canada. Good. It's around Mani- Manitoba. Manitoba. All right. Look out, Manitoba. Most yeah. underrated Canadian province. Yeah. Go out ice skating. Run into Die a by wild a super, super pig. pig. That's waiting under the ice for you. Yes. With, <laughs> with a, with a shank. They're very, very <laughs> sneaky. Yeah. But yeah, so they are oh, just causing is... chaos. So we can't, do, we can't fly anymore. We yeah. can't get iPhone 12s. Oh, my husband has one. He's still fine. All right. Just pointed at the super pig. Yeah. Yeah, There we go. Yeah. No, then you'll just make it radioactive. Unleash the taser (laughs) option. All right. So, very good. Um, (laughs) Let's move on. Let's let's put that behind us for a while. Um, So, I I brought this out last week a little bit, just sort of as a teaser. But I really want to kind of develop this a little bit more with our discussion. Um, First jobs. Okay. So I think I, I talked to you and asked you about what was your first job. But my, my question, the thing that I woke up thinking about one morning is, I wonder if the first job that we choose in some way helps kind of dictate what we'll be doing later in life. Like, and so I, I, as, as you go from there, it's, it's almost like the, what skills do you bring into that first job? But also maybe like the mindset that goes with it. Also, the well, what kind of person does that kind of first job? Because, because yeah. I, I I talked about hey, my first job was you know, I worked as a dishwasher, and you're working in a 
basketball arena, <laughs> and, and it's just not the same. But, sure. And yet here we are, yeah. right, kind mm-hmm. of side by side now. Um, so, yeah, those are my, my thoughts. So, I think there's so many factors, though. Like, some of it is, like, when did you start working? So the yeah. age matters, yeah, right? So and too. that not even just what's available, but, like, maturity, okay? Yeah. Um, I think it depends on... So, for example, my mom said, like, you don't have to have a job when you're in volleyball because we had all decided I'm getting a scholarship. But, hey, the minute you're not in volleyball, you want to drive anywhere, do anything, you got to make your own money. So I think some of it is what what kind of brought you to that place. And then opportunity, you know, being at a college, you have some different options versus mine was like Taco Bell. You know, I just didn't have... And see, All when, those things. When I said that was my first job, that was my first of like many, 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 many jobs yeah. that I had until I landed here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like my kind of trajectory, I started out there, then I moved to Kroger. And yeah. I was at Kroger through the start of college. Mm-hmm. Then I went, anybody know the, the branch called Manpower? Nobody know what that I've is. heard of that, but I don't know what it it's is. It's a temp agency, okay. but it, it's typically for, at least the way I remember it, it they may be wonderful but different now, but it seems like they were the temp agency for unskilled workers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, during the summer jobs, I would, like, summertime, I'd go work at, like, the Purina factory. I'd go work at a box factory. Mm-hmm. I'd go work at a CD factory. And then I got pretty good at Spanish, right, because that's... I know what I did. And then I became the guy who went and trained all the Hispanic folks. And I would go and I'd learn all the jobs at this mm-hmm. place and I'd train them on how to do it. And it was unbelievably fun. Like you talk about a job that is that's never boring. Because like, you're learning how to you know run the different machines at a factory. And now we've got to translate that and show other people how to put mm-hmm. that in. It was it kept me just hopping. Um, and then, and, and I mean, we're I'd probably skip it over a dozen different sure. little mm-hmm. side jobs there. Um, and then I, and I came here, you know, and I've had this job ever since. Mm-hmm. So I had more jobs in my first, you know, five years. Mm-hmm. Had, you know, probably 25 different jobs. And here I've had the same job for 25 years. Right. So I, don't, I, I wonder, though, what, what in those kind of make us who we are. I'm just kind of writing down the jobs that I had. You know, my brother would, would often talk about when he was in high school and college, he did not have, like, as good of jobs as he felt like I did. Mm-hmm. He worked at Burger King, uh, then during summers when he was in college, he would he worked at um, it's called Digger Specialties. They do like polyvinyl fencing, so he would be like cutting the fencing, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a it wasn't a bad place, but it was just kind of a dirtier yeah. environment. Um, and I like I worked at the sports camp, and I did that several different summers. Yeah. Um, I did some work with like maintenance and groundskeeping again mm-hmm. on a college campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had that available. You know, some of it's just what's right, available yeah. to you. And that was a connection yeah. just through my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to, uh, met some guys in, in school that were from Hawaii, and they asked me to come out for the summer. And I, mm-hmm. so I got a job at um, in Pearl Harbor, Hickam Air Force Base, working. Yeah. I was like a gopher, or whatever they 
mm-hmm. told me, but it was like, you know, sitting in air conditioning, doing answering phone mm-hmm. calls, doing whatever, sorting files. Awesome. It was, it was mm-hmm. yeah, it was amazing. Awesome summer. Um, again, at the college, then I was a sports information assistant. Um, like when when sports teams at Bethel would be on the road, they would call me with the results, mm-hmm. and then I would type up a little article and fax Very it. Cool. Yeah, fax it to different news outlets and um yeah uh, awesome job yeah for you know a college kid mm-hmm. and then uh also in college I spent a summer in South Dakota and I worked at a museum uh and uh, I went up to Mount Rushmore and took pictures of older older people on their tours and then I think that sounds them. like a felony oh. right there. Yeah. Did that they know you were like, taking these yeah, pictures? It was it was tour groups. Oh, uh, oh sure I would, I would take yeah. the, the photo the and thing. then they would come to the museum and we'd get it all developed and give it to them. So like also I had, it's like the roller coaster pictures that like you take their picture and then sell it to them yeah. later. Yeah. 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 But totally. it was scheduled. Like they were I was yeah. scheduled to meet them there. Yeah. Um so I had some really like cool experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh did it had an internship at uh, what's they're now the South Bend Cubs, but then it was the South Bend Silverhawks, mm. and I still have a Silverhawks hat. Yeah, and so like Speaking I had some pretty sweet jobs and and things like that, but a lot of them were because of connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so to answer your question, does does it determine what or is there a correlation what yeah, happens is there a later predictor? on? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a predictor as much as it. I think it it tells a lot about the person and who they think that they are. Because mm-hmm. how you view yourself is how you play things out often. And I think for some odd reason, early earlier in his life, my brother didn't didn't have a very high view of himself. Okay. And so he would often take kind of the grunt work stuff and it was like, dude, you could but that's probably evolved. Yeah, you could for do him, something right? like else. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Now because he's he's like a biologist for the state of Indiana. Like he, at some point, his right. Yeah, is that, is that your yeah? Yeah, he's he's the uh, works for the Department of Natural Resources, and he's a state herpetologist. He's in. That's eagles, right? Just kidding. <laughs> he's in charge of all the reptile and amphibian stuff. Darn it! Of, what eagles eat? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he's a professional scientist or biologist, yeah. or whatever. Um, and I feel like that. Like when I first started came from a family with no college background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that I could do some of these things. I knew I could work in factories. I knew I could hold my own in a dishwashing setting. Yeah. Then by the time I was in college, I started trying other jobs. Like, I forgot to tell you guys mm-hmm. that I spent a summer in um, New Hampshire working in an arcade. I did. I think I did That's know fun. that. And I worked in an arcade, which sounds awesome, except I was the guy out back waving the flag Parking the cars. Oh, yeah. That was mine in, in you know, hot of heat of the summer. Um, I, was it was it like a Dave and Buster's situation or? It was a like a independent one. Like, it's actually okay. just in his basement. It was, was just like come in here and play games. Like yeah. how many cars come to an arcade that you have to park them? Other so, than so other than like a Dave Beach, and Buster's. Hampton Beach, New Hampshire is is about ten blocks long. Okay. Which means that if you are on the boardwalk facing the beach. That's half of your business. The sure. other half is the parking lot behind it. Okay. And so it's because it's such a. It's, I mean, it's two blocks wide mm-hmm. and about ten blocks long. Okay. Ma- maybe, maybe half a mile long. I don't know. Whatever that would be, but, you know, quarter mile long something. And so, if you want to make money, you've got to have that. And so, like, if you are, if you're at the 
the top of the kind of the strip, you, you start out by charging a lot, like you'll twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as it goes down, it gets less. Okay. And so they, they kind of assume that you're just gonna you're so excited to be at the beach, yeah. you're just gonna pull in and park. And then when it gets less and those lots start to fill up, then it comes back the other way and it starts to get more. Hmm. So you start out, let's say, at $25 to park. And this is $19.99, $25, Jeez. by the way. Yeah. Now it's like 100 And so like by the end of the, the run there, it might be 10 bucks to park hmm. until they get full. Sure. Then it kind of starts making its way back up. And so I'd have signs that would say 25 bucks, 35 55 I mean, like... Yeah. All the way, it, it became crazy. Yeah. Um, I also worked at a video store. I was the only male who ever worked at a video, this video store. Wow. Dave's Video, which is Dave's weird. Video. Yeah. Um, and I sold Cutco knives for a while. I mean, like, and yeah. you talk about a guy who is not meant to be a salesman. <laughs> that is This me. was your way of figuring out that was, was not your cup of tea. All of those were, were kind of different jobs than the grunt. Right. Than the the you know I'm in a pile of my own sweat here right pool of my it, and it became a little because I think you're right I'm starting to see myself well I can do this sure so I'm gonna apply for this I like that I think you're onto something the better you understand yourself the more targeted you can be towards a path that's leading you toward to where you might get yeah, yeah. agreed well I think that was more kind of me all of my jobs were people service jobs mm -hmm. right so whether it was you know Which when you're your gift right that's but that's what you're like great at but i think that's what like what you're saying is like i think i knew that when i was young yeah. you know some of it was just what i could so like i worked at a gas station but like i loved interacting with the people and you know doing all those things and even working at taco bell like they always put me in the front because mm -hmm. i you know, could talk paint off a wall. Like it was easy. So it's just funny when I look at all, some of it was just like, what, what worked, right? Yeah, like sure. I'm in college, I'm playing ball. Sure. I got to find something. I mean, I worked at Victoria's Secret. I worked at, um, I was a waitress forever and I was very good at it just because I understand people and, and I can multitask. So I feel like I, I always knew my strengths early and some of it was just how it worked out, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't like I had any amazing connections or anything. Sure. It was just, Hey, I, I always interviewed well, and then I knew my strengths were people. So I would find ways to do that. I babysat, you know, I, I would just do all these things, but it always came back to, I knew I worked well with people. And that's probably your calling card even now as mm -hmm. a teacher. Yeah. Right? Very, very interesting. But yeah, I think it's knowing yourself. And then also, you know, you could still, like you said, like you might've learned all these jobs, but how we've, we're all teachers, we like to learn, we like to do these things. So even though we all had very different jobs, it involved like learning something and teaching it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I never saw myself though in the role of a teacher mm -hmm. until I was in my mid, mid twenties, past, past the age of 25. Interesting. Yeah. Well, but even business though, business is still working with people. You know, it's right. just like a different yeah. Yeah. type. You're educating them, but not formally, mm -hmm. right? right? Yeah. So speaking of education, this has kind of given us a little segue to the future topics that we've got here. Um, Mallory has a, a really interesting topic that I am kind of itching to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of hoping it was her turn to talk. So we're going to leave you hanging with that, though. Yeah. We're not even going to let you know what it is, but it involves education and it huh. involves teachers. It does. Um, and it, it very well may be either next week or within two weeks we're mm -hmm. going to start talking about that. Nice. It'll be a so, good one. 
it's been awesome hanging out with you guys again. Yeah. Don't forget, everybody, leave us a comment. Leave us some some good vibes online. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRating, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. So, all right. So thanks for listening again, and we'll catch you next week on First Thought of the Day. <laughs>